Howdy folks, my name is Jonathan Keim and I am the Communications Director of Cryptocurrency Wire. It's just one brand of over 30 that are part of the Investor Brand Network that we've developed over 10 years. So we've got lots of brands, most of them focus on the investment crowd. And what we primarily focus on with our Cryptocurrency Wire brand is to connect mainstream and financial markets with the latest innovations that are coming out in crypto. So that way they're informed and can benefit from the technology and the inventors you know, behind them can benefit from you know, all their labors and all the great things that they're coming out with. If you would like to reach out to us, feel free to go to our website at CryptocurrencyWire.com or you can follow us for the latest news on Twitter at CryptoNet. Wire. Folks, welcome back to the Wild West Crypto Show. I'm Drew. I'm Brent. And we have with us Jonathan Kime from Cryptocurrency Wire. Jonathan, how are things in Ohio? Everything is really good here. Busy as ever. <laughs> good, good. It's good to be busy, man. Listen, let's dive into these. I was looking at these headlines and there's some good ones. Crypto.com Visa card spending grew 55% per user in 2020. Online spending up 117%. Of course, we had COVID. But uh, kind of break that down. How does that all scatter out? Yep. So these stats are especially important because Crypto.com's Visa card is the most widely available card of its kind in the world. So lots of data here uh, to substantiate these numbers. A lot of this growth can come from uh, online purchases and cross-border transactions. However, the CEO did note that people are spending in more and more different ways and that the company is quite excited about the diversity of the transactions as crypto continues its mainstream push into more and more areas. Absolutely. It's that adoption. And you know, Brent, we've talked about this for a long time. Remember, Visa got into this long oh, before yeah. MasterCard. Oh, yeah. Now PayPal and everything oh, yeah. else. But but they're making this, and of course, this is Crypto.com's Visa, so you sure. have to kind of know crypto. But all of a sudden, people out there, we had people in our office earlier today, Jonathan, that were saying, but how do you spend it? And I pull out my block card visa and I go, just like you spend it, you know, and people can't believe it. So, and once they know they can spend it, they got real interested. Yeah. And of course, the thing is, you know, uh, you know, Carnomaly's fixing to sell cars. Yeah. You know, Elon Musk says he'll take uh, yeah. Bitcoin for the Teslas. And so, you know, now all of a sudden you're able to get big ticket items. You know, we all talk about the guy that spent $10 zillion for a pizza, you know, yeah. back when Bitcoin was worth nothing. But now, uh, in fact, you know, there was a gal that we saw in Vegas that uh, was doing a little documentary of going around the world spending nothing but crypto. Yeah. And the first time she went around there, that was a little bit of a trick. Yeah. Ain't much of a trick anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's go to the next one. SEC Commissioner. Uh, Drew, saved this for me because he knows the SEC <laughs> and me are just, we're like this. Um, SEC Commissioner, we're overdue on approving a Bitcoin ETF. Wow. Yeah, yeah. More cowbell. Um, tell, tell us about that one, Jonathan. Yep, this was said in a recent interview with Forbes. It certainly adds a lot of hope that the Vanek Bitcoin ETF that is currently awaiting its final verdict, which will be delivered later this month, may actually go through. As we all know, vastly increasing the accessibility to the Bitcoin market and making it tax-friendly for retirement accounts will have a big impact on demand. 
you hit all the hot points, Jonathan. I, you know, Brent, can you imagine when people, especially oh. our, our our redneck buddies, oh yeah, are out there going, "You trying to tell me I can sell a couple of cows and put it in?" A, in <laughs> well, uh-huh. let me tell you what. I, I have trained my daughters. I, I tell them all the time, "Honey, go big or go home." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm telling the SEC, just like I told my daughters, "Go big or go home." I I think we need to do an entire overhaul of our securitization system. I mean, when you're using laws from 1933 and 1934 and it's 2021, let's not make it to the century mark. Let's 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 be proactive. Let's let's get very zen-like and let's correct all of it, okay? Let the ETFs come, but you know, it's time to do a major overhaul of of our financial services legislation. Uh, Brent, just just so that you folks catch the gravity of what he just said, laws from the 1930s before there were red lights. Okay. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? That's because those <laughs> laws were written for the guys standing on the street corner. Here, buy this stock. Here, this is great. Here, you know, it's all about print ad. And it, I mean, they literally have to go in and keep trying to revise it to update it. Let's throw it in the trash can and get real and get ahead of everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. I'll shut up now. Because we got one more to go. Here we go, Jonathan. Fracking companies pivot to mining bitcoins. Bitcoin as pandemic woes continue to bite. I find this pretty interesting. So tell us about that. Yeah, I thought so too. You know, we've all seen the big headlines of Bitcoin's wasteful energy consumption. Of course, I guess it depends on what you compare it to. Uh, But anyway, this waste gas that is burnt off due to it being unprofitable in today's energy market is now being used in these generators that convert flare emissions into electricity. And with the Bitcoin price skyrocketing right now, shale companies are getting super interested in this money-making approach. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about it in the month ahead. Well, I'll tell you what, if you think about it, it's a joint venture made in heaven because anytime you can take something that you're basically burning off, throwing away, or, or having to get rid of and paying to get rid of, and you can turn it into something that this guy needs. Yeah, um, you know that's a match made in heaven. It, it is, it, and and I liken it to the material you're building this building oh, yeah. out of. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, here here uh, the biggest paper company in the world is paying millions of dollars a year to put this stuff in a landfill. And oh, Bob yeah. Ranger Bob finds this guy who then takes that ref, refuse, adds some stuff to it, and the new our new twenty one thousand corporate square foot corporate headquarters. Brent's built the whole thing out of these, what was waste. Yeah, out of paper know? blocks. Yeah, exactly. Makes that, a great looking wall. And I'll tell you what, you're going to see a lot of little uh, Bitcoin mining silos <laughs> yeah. out there. And for those of us that have been around that part of the world, that, that stuff's flaring off all day long. Yeah. What a great use and what a great response, Jonathan, to people like Bill Gates in his 68,000 square foot house saying, you people shouldn't be using so much electricity for Bitcoin. You know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Great stories, Jonathan. Everybody, everybody, good. Oh, everything. Yeah, everything's really, really good. Yeah, no awesome. complaints here. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for thanks for another week of great stories. We'll see you next week.